Lots to get to and several guests on the show today. We want to start with Steve Scheffel, Managing Director at the Sangamon Mass Transit District. Some changes today for bus riders as the SMTD continues to uh, modernize and upgrade. And Steve Scheffel's here to tell us all about it. Steve, welcome to the program. Thanks for taking the time this afternoon. Glad to be here, Jim. Uh, the the change that uh, takes effect today has to do with the fare boxes, is the term. And uh, those of us who are, have uh, ridden the bus over the year certainly remember, you know, dropping our coins in the box to be able to uh, take our seat on the bus. You have uh, changed and modernized this a bit. Tell us about it. Yeah, uh, it's an exciting development for us and, and our passengers. Uh, it's a big step in modernizing our system overall. Uh, the new fare boxes will still accept most of the old forms of payment, um, except pennies. Uh, every coin that goes through the machine is now validated, so uh, pennies would just take too long to do. But uh, people can still pay with their old punch passes. They can still pay with tokens, um, and they can still pay with cash. So that's not really changed. Students can still pay with some tickets that we give them until we phase those out uh, later on. But at the moment, um, we're just transitioning to using these uh, to kind of accept what we were already doing and to move forward with uh, a new way to print out uh, transfers and, and move forward. Two, two things come immediately to mind. Number one, when you talk about these uh, new boxes validating every coin, did you have a lot of problems with people basically using slugs, fake coins, to, to get on the bus? Um, over the years, we've had a lot of uh, other, you know, like Canadian pennies and, and other kind of things being in, inserted into the boxes. And then when somebody just drops a handful of of change and cash in there, uh, we ended up finding, you know, half dollar bills and, and things like that. So, uh, this is just a way of doing it a little bit, a little bit better, but, uh, the bigger advantage to these are, are the ways that we're going to be able to offer passes and discounts here in the future. Uh, the, the, the pennies was the other question I, I uh, had to wonder about. Did you get a lot of pennies, people trying to pay for their bus fare with pennies? Yeah, we did. Huh. Uh, you would be surprised. Yeah. You know, uh, this this upgrade, you know, is uh, obviously a step uh, in into the 21st century. Are, are you envisioning a point where people would be able to pay for a ride on the bus with a debit card, for example? I, you know, I hardly ever carry cash anymore. Um, we do think uh, tap cards will be able to be used at some point. Um, smart cards that, that you can purchase from us, um, either online or through a, a ticket vending machine. And then also... Uh, We'll even get to a point at some point, I'm not sure exactly when that's going to be, but you'll be able to use your phone uh, through um, Apple Pay or Google Pay. Now, you mentioned that uh, some of the old school ways of doing things, like if you've got a, a pass, a punch card, and you hand that to the driver and the driver's got the little little thing that punches a hole into it, that's still happening for now, but that is going to be phased out. Yeah, over time, uh, it could be a few months, it could be more than a year, it just it depends on how how things go here at the beginning and, and how long it takes us to implement some of the new, some of the new uh, fare media. Um, one of the exciting things I like to talk about, though, is uh, something that's called fare capping, and we're hoping uh, down the road we're able to do that so that if you have a, an account with us, there's a, you can get a card that you can load, and whether you put um, enough to buy a monthly pass on there or if you just put a, a couple of dollars on there, if you put it on your account, we can track that. And as you use it and as you get to that amount that a, a, a weekly pass or a monthly pass would cost, um, you stop getting charged. So it's a, a really nice equity piece uh, for those who can't necessarily afford to buy 
say, a $30 pass or whatever they're going to be, um, and they can only pay 2 or $3 at a time, this is a way that they can still get those same discounts if they ride the bus a lot. Uh, it's a, a great feature, and again, it uh, sort of recognizes the reality of, of mass transit riding in the 21st century. Talking with Steve Scheffel of the Sangamon Mass Transit District. Steve, catch us up to speed on how SMTD has done during the pandemic. Obviously, it changed a lot of people's habits and, and how they get to where they're going and even whether they were going anywhere at all. How has SMTD done during the pandemic? Well, the the hardest uh, part of the pandemic, when we were hit the hardest back in, I would say, March and April of last year, we were down between 60 and 70 percent. So uh, that was the low point. We are back now to about third. Uh, we're down about 30 percent from where we were a couple of years ago at this time. So we're still not all the way back up, but we're getting there. Um, people are still, uh, as you know, there are a lot of people that are still working from home or, or on unemployment, not not back in the job force yet. So uh, we're hoping that things will continue to improve, and as we offer uh, more options like these uh, fare options, we can attract some folks that don't necessarily have to ride the bus but choose to ride the bus. One of the innovations in recent years was the addition of routes to some of the outlying communities, to Riverton and Chatham and, and so on. Uh, how have those been received? I know that was recently just restructured. Uh, so how what's the outlook for those? Well, we're, we're launching them in a bit of a difficult time with uh, COVID still in play, but uh, we did change those because initially the, the commuter-type routes that we were had hoped would work um, just weren't that well accepted. So we changed those to be routes that spend more time in the communities that they go to, uh, two or three trips around those communities before they come back to Springfield. So they're more local-oriented, so you, you go from your house to the grocery store, your house to the bank, and back home without ever having come to Springfield. So we're hoping over the next year or so we can see how those work and that, that they pick up and they prove to be something useful to everyone in those communities. Still too soon really to evaluate, though, how that's being received so far? Yeah, we just started those back in the summer, and, and with ridership as low as it is, uh, we're, we'll, we'll give it some time before we make any any big decisions on what we're going to do there. Uh, I, I don't know if you know this yet uh, in terms of the uh, ongoing work in Washington toward an infrastructure bill. There's a, a trillion dollar or so bipartisan bill, potential for an even bigger package uh, somewhere down the road after that. Uh, and some portion of that money would be set aside for mass transit. Any idea what that would mean for SMTD if one or both of those pieces uh, are ultimately signed into law? Well, we've we've gotten a lot of help from the federal government with co- with different COVID relief bills. Um, we're aiming as much of that toward um, improving our system as we can, um, and we we will see what comes out of Washington. Uh, you know, the goal is to make things easier for people to use. Maybe add some routes. Maybe add some buses to our system, um, and then gradually add services, but we don't want to add things so fast that we end up having to pull something back later on. So we're trying to, to balance um, our spending on operations versus uh, capital and see what's the best fit uh, for moving forward here in the next few years. So what's in the future for SMTD? Uh, is it possible we could see some additional routes added? Is going to, the emphasis is going to be more on just upgrading the technology and the ease of paying and, and finding the appropriate bus at the appropriate time? What's the focus? Well, uh, a couple of different things. We're going to probably look at our night service here pretty soon. Uh, we've got some long loop loop routes that are not 
particularly convenient for people to ride. Um, we're going to look at breaking those up and making them uh, bi-directional routes so that people can get to and from where they want to go a lot easier. And then we'll also, we're constantly evaluating our system and seeing uh, where people are going, where they need to go that they can't. Uh, one of the nice features of the fare boxes is all the data that we can collect will be used to better plan our service. So we can see uh, where people are going. We can we can track not necessarily a person, but we can see where a, a, a card is used to get on the bus at stop A and go to stop B or transfer between multiple places constantly, and we can see if there's a way that we can make that an easier trip. So, so that's one component of being able to move around easier. Uh, another big piece is something that's been in the news lately, and that's the uh, the new transfer center uh, at uh, Capitol and, or I'm sorry, at uh, Washington and Adams, uh, Washington and 11th Street. So the construction actually, the future starts today. You could say construction has moved us across Washington, so we're operating uh, between Washington and Jefferson now instead of Washington and Adams, and uh, that's hopefully going to last about three months. And then we'll be back on our bus lot while they construct our building, which should take around a year. So uh, once that's done, there'll be customer service there. There'll be indoor shelter from the the elements. There will be uh, public restrooms. A lot of improvements that uh, that our passengers haven't seen at our transfer center before. Yeah, it's going to take a little effort to get to that point, but that multimodal transportation center is really going to be something when it's finally uh, up and running. Uh, and again, we're not too far away from that. As you said, that uh, that work is already underway, and so the future does, in fact, uh, begin today. Uh, Steve Schemfel, Sangamon Mass Transit District. People want to learn more about SMTD services, routes, costs, so on and so forth. Where do they go? They can follow us on Facebook or Twitter, or the most information they can find is on our website, smtd.org. Sangamon Mass Transit District, Steve Scheffel, thank you so much. Good to talk to you. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Jim.